because so many people have depression and anxiety and then they're medicating people and I'm, I think medication is great in certain ways but I also think like if you don't have the tools yeah. to learn how to like connect with your emotions taking medication isn't going to help you what up y'all and welcome to our podcast ghetto oasis where my sister and I prioritize learning from our mistakes and where impact and intent is placed over popularity the topic of today's episode is your life's purpose this is an oversimplification of what we talked about on this episode. And I think you all will really like this. It's extremely um, spiritual. And I said at one point that it gives me the warm fuzzies. I think some of you all will also feel like we are talking to you because the entire time I felt like our guest and my sister were talking to me and, you know, maybe they were, but it is one of those episodes that I will return back to whenever I feel like I just need to be heard and seen. I hope you all enjoy. Hey y'all and welcome back. Today we have a guest. You want to introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Allison and... I'm here through Jay. <laughs> I forget how long have we known each other? Um, let's see. Probably like five plus years now. At least. At least. That's crazy. It's probably maybe a little maybe more. like six, yeah. seven, maybe. Or was it twenty fifteen? I don't know. We could probably debate this. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. We'll just say like six or seven. Yeah. Yeah. So Jay does my nails, but she's become my friend through the years, and I just really enjoy, like, seeing you and talking to you, and yeah, it's fine. Thank you. (laughs) It doesn't feel like you've been doing nails that long. That's crazy. Since 2015. Ugh. So, seven years. Then it probably was. Yeah. Yeah. And then I've been on my own uh, going on four years in November. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Ugh. (laughs) What is it? (laughs) <laughs> what is time <laughs> thank you for coming though I like yeah. the topic so the topic of today's episode is loosely like having life figured out and when that is supposed to happen um, and you picked this topic did. why did you pick this topic so a couple weeks ago on Instagram I saw this meme and it was roughly this thing about a 28 year old wanting people who are older than them to kind of reassure them that they didn't need to have it all figured out by like age 30. Mm-hmm. And so then the other memes that came behind it were just like all these different ages or people with different ages saying like, you don't like most of the time adults are just kind of faking it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like I'm 51 mm-hmm. and I still feel like I'm a teenager. Yeah. I feel like I don't really know <laughs> what I'm doing. You're in your age. Because I'm like, wait, what? I thought you were in your 40s. Okay. Because so I act like I'm 12. No. and <laughs> But, like, I still feel like I have a lot to learn. and yeah. So I just felt, I feel bad. And I know that I felt that way in my 20s, too. Like, I needed to figure things out. Mm-hmm. But as I've gone along, I'm like, you know, it's just the process of figuring out life. So Mm -hmm. I felt like this would be a good topic to kind of help people realize that they're not alone, I guess, in their struggles Mm -hmm. (laughs) to find out their purpose or yeah. Yeah. Whatever they should be doing. I personally like this topic and I think it's like really fitting for me now at this point in my life because I'm sure like you listen so you kind of know all of my craziness um so this is really touching for me and i kind of feel like in a way you're going to be speaking to me 
Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So with that being the case, what do you have to share about the concept of like having your life figured out to someone that is, for example, me, I'm 28. Like, what could you tell me about, I guess, feeling like inadequate or feeling worried about not having life figured out? I think that do not be hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. um, I think life in general is hard enough, you know, like we're all just trying to get through the day most of the time um, and pay our bills, keep food in the fridge, keep the lights on. Yeah. And I think allowing things to happen organically, but also like knowing what you want to do in some way, like what's interesting to you. I think going back and looking at the times where I was trying to shift the direction of my life, mm -hmm. it worked out when I was really in touch with what um, felt right to me. So anytime I tried to make something happen that wasn't authentic to myself, it never worked. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so I think that that's kind of how things have moved forward for me. And um, I don't know, like, I don't know. I think some people think they have a purpose or find a purpose, but I don't know if that's true. Like, I don't know that I have a purpose. I mean, I know that my purpose is to get through life and maybe to like meet people and like mm -hmm. learn. Like I'm really... I feel like very similar to you guys. Yeah. Um, like personal growth is really, really important to me. Mm -hmm. And yes. so I love listening to your podcast because you guys like dissect everything. And then I get mad because I'm not there to be like, chime in. <laughs> you are now. <laughs> but yeah, I always want to be like, and, and then I'm like, I'm just listening. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's really interesting because I kind of relate recently with the concept of like having a purpose and not really understanding or knowing if I truly do because I've always said like my purpose is to help people mm -hmm. um, and I went to Peace Corps and I didn't feel like I helped anyone with that and I like worked um, in the VA and I felt like I wasn't helping anyone and like my hands were tied and all of these things which I think has like kind of led me to go through bouts of depression and being like, I have this one purpose and I'm not fulfilling it. Mm -hmm. And it can be like really sad, but I think like recently I have taken a step back and realized that like, I do this, I make this podcast and I listen to people and I talk to people um, and I try to like make content for um, people in my age range or younger or everyone, right? Mm -hmm. And I've had to like, tell myself or reassure myself that that can help people mm -hmm. and even if it's helping like one person that is plenty and also too like maybe the purpose in life is to just exist and that mm -hmm. is perfectly fine to just exist and you're able to like help people or just like make a change in the world by just your existence so I guess I kind of relate to that and I've recently come to grips with that because it was a struggle for a while mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people have that and they don't realize that they don't have to be hard on themselves yeah totally. you just have to live yeah. yeah or like I think when you th or at least when I think of purpose sometimes I get confused thinking it has to be this like impact that's huge mm -hmm. but maybe my impact because I also like to help people and again, that's why I think we're all very similar. Like yeah. we really enjoy like our own like learning, but also like being there for people. 
but what if our what if my impact is really just for the people that come into my life so maybe it's just knowing you guys and my my other friends and my family and maybe that's my purpose yeah. is to be a resource for other people and then to be able to have conversations with you two to be like to help you in your journey too you know right so down know if it yeah and like not all of us are meant to be famous and celebrities and like do things on this like major Raw. level yeah yeah and we impact all those people in one way or another yeah even if that's just like purchasing their things or just like being a part of society like we impact everybody yeah and i think sometimes it's hard to accept that but i think as we go through life we realize that that's just as important as all these major things because without us without like regular folks nothing else works so we're really important yeah for me whenever i think about um life's purpose i think so whenever i hear other people talk about like a life's purpose i think they think about it like how you said on too much of a broad um scale where it's like well i need to be a philanthropist and i need everybody to know my name um versus like like how you said we just need to exist and just continue to work on ourselves because working on ourselves helps everybody else mm -hmm. like i've noticed through my journey of growth the things that come up for other people that I'm currently going through and I'm currently like changing and like trying to work on myself. And then I feel like since I'm in it, I can kind of tell them like, listen, like <laughs> I'm working through this right now. This is how it's gonna feel. This is how it can go. Just like, don't beat yourself up about it because you're not alone. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times we're in situations that we feel like nobody else is gonna understand and nobody else is gonna like be able to help us through it. But we all literally go through the same thing. Like even something so small as like, why does my eye twitch sometimes? Like, you know, you we just are like, I think I'm alone in this and you might mention it to a person. It's like, oh yeah, mine does that all the time. You're like, oh, thank God. I thought I was dying from WebMD. <laughs> WebMD's description, like, I'm definitely going to die today. Um, but I think if we just, like, literally just take a step back and, like, just stop thinking so deeply sometimes mm -hmm. and also don't allow the outside world, like, social media and, like, um, just media in general to, like, influence how we think of what we need to do on our day-to-day -day, mm -hmm. because it's not reality. I think we'll feel a lot better and we'll understand like even so much as like going outside and somebody just drive past us, we impacted that person. Mm -hmm. You know, like sometimes people just see something in us, especially if you are actively practicing to be a good person and live a good life. Like they just see, I don't know why it like, I, I, we all know, we both know, but some people like don't think of this in a way where it's like, our being in our spirit and like our just us being us mm -hmm. impacts other people in some way shape or form like sometimes i look at people and i'm like i want to give you a hug and i don't know why you're a stranger or i don't want you to leave me and you're a stranger i just walk past you like i want to take you with me yeah um and we don't think about that and we just think about like damn i didn't give a good enough advice to my friend or 
I wish I had $10 to give to this person. Like we just think of it too big mm-hmm. instead of just being okay with if this is our life purpose and we want to help people, then we already are doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird because I know like you and I have talked about this before, yeah. but like life not being that deep. And I know me, like I struggle with thinking about things too deeply and like making the thing about everything and it's really hard for me to not do that, but I think that like the more we allow ourselves to be present and to be okay with like, I walked across the street and I could have impacted 20 people's lives just by me doing that. Um, if we're able to just be present and realize like it is okay for me to just exist right now mm-hmm. and live in this moment and not make everything so grand, we're able to see the bigger picture and enjoy ourselves. But I think that's really hard, especially too, like when we throw in social media where people are not really allowed to be themselves and um, like kind of like flesh out what their identity is. Mm -hmm. It makes it really hard to not either think too deeply or too shallow. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of younger folks are having issues with that because if I've been like me, for example, I've been on the internet since I was like at least 10. Oh, at wow. least. Yeah. And I know there are a lot of people like who've been on the internet since they were like five because they're being taught to just like put a tablet in front of you and just like scroll all day. And to an extent I know the older generations had that with T V mm-hmm. and then the older generations had that with radios. <laughs> so it just looks different for all of us, but I think social media is a new beast. And yeah. it's it's a good thing in some ways, but it's also a really bad thing because we're not allowed to become ourselves. Yeah. We're kind of told who to become. Um, and it makes it hard to realize like what it is you truly want out of your own life. Cause we are able to like choose mm-hmm. our own purpose. Um, so it's a struggle and it's really hard to be present whenever you're like, everybody in my age range is doing this. And I, I think all generations have that. Yeah, of course. For sure. But it just looks crazy now when you can like go online and you see everyone's highlights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you are able to compare it to your life like, wow, everyone in my age range, if they're not married and doing like the traditional stuff, right? Then they're traveling the world. They have these perfect homes. They're beautiful. Like they do all these things perfectly. And it's really hard to like figure out is that truly what I even want? Yeah. Or is that truly how they're actually living their life? Yes. Right. What's real? What's curated? What's I mean, like, curated? we now live in a world of filters. We now live mm-hmm. in a world of, I mean, you don't know what these people are doing in order to travel. Yes. For one. Yeah, <laughs> like, totally. maybe they could be, like, I've heard so many people, like, backpack through Europe, but they also were, like, working very hard. Um, and working odd jobs in countries that they don't even know anything about, probably don't know the language, just to like supplement the income so they can continue to like travel to the next state and get a visa, or not state, but country, Mm -hmm. um, and get a visa and like whatever the case may be. And like we glorify those things, but it's like that might have not been as great as we would think, you know, Mm -hmm. that it was for them Mm -hmm. versus like, 
we probably are thinking like, oh yeah, they just saved up like 10, 20,000 and just went in their vacation and living by the beach. Like, no, we don't know how they're actually doing all these things. And I think if we just focus on ourselves and stop worrying about the next person, then we'll feel a lot better at where we are. And once we get to the point where we can do these things in a more comfortable light and be there mentally, not just physically, because some of these people are living their lives through the lens. Mm -hmm. And like we're probably getting a better um, feeling for what they're doing versus what they're getting. Because like I, I see so many people like, okay, you have this drone flying above you and all of this, but like, are you living this right now? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, this is very beautiful and you look good and the swimsuit that you have on look really nice on you and your hair looks this. And But are you enjoying everything about this? Right. Are you present? Are you present? And I, I mean, that to me is like the most important thing. And when I see so many people do this thing and they do it consistently, you cannot be present. Mm -hmm. You cannot be enjoying what you are having everybody else enjoy and like gawk over and that to me is like so your purpose is lost you have all these funds to be able to do this but you're not you kind of miss the point of doing this right because that is a, a privilege within itself yeah yeah and so you kind of missed your 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 privilege versus like us i mean like we haven't been able to travel as much as like we would like to, but like we can go on a walk right now and be like, oh my God, look at that butterfly. Yeah. Look at the dragonfly. Look at the sky. Like we are enjoying ourselves. Mm -hmm. So you need to focus on that and like be more present with being present. Because mm -hmm. then you kind of lose some of what, you know, what you have now, you know? It's also free. Like, I mean, even right now, I think we're all present. Like, there's a fly in here, for example. Yes. Like, <laughs> and it's bothering me. I'm like, really? yes. yes. <laughs> but it's it's nice in a way. Like, I, I think he somebody likes it in here. He's like, yes. it's amazing. <laughs> he, and he's really going for it, right? <laughs> and I think that's, like, it's nice also, too. Maybe that'll be heard, and it'll add, like, a little character to the background of the audio, right? But there are things like that that can be seen as annoying sure but also too if we look at it from a different perspective we're able to be like i guess that's kind of nice it's another life in here that is yeah enjoying your space yeah and maybe us yeah, yeah. maybe uh, our energy yeah totally <laughs> yeah some of the things that i was just thinking about like when you're talking and um i hope they don't like go out of my brain but um just i think not attaching like your self-worth to whatever whatever the purpose is or your job but finding fulfillment in just the little things too which sounds very cliche mm -hmm. but it really I think being grateful for what you have and where you are is a good thing to work on I mean it's something that I started doing more and I just realized like over time I was just more happy like mm -hmm. I was happier mm -hmm. yeah and I would just say stupid things like I'm grateful for my matcha latte or I'm That's grateful for the sunset <laughs> and it seemed like insignificant yeah. initially but then over time I just realized I was like I'm just a happier person yeah. and I think at this point in my life I'm probably the happiest I have ever been 
but it doesn't mean my life is perfect because it is not. I mean, I wish things were different in some areas, but, but I'm much more relaxed about like having things be a certain way. Mm -hmm. Um, and I actually was married. I got divorced when I was like 32 and, but I was with him for, for like most of my twenties and I kind of blew up my life when everybody else was getting married and having kids. And then like, I went through my thirties thinking like, I need to get remarried and I need to have babies. And I had this like life plan and then I could never find anybody. Like every guy I went out with, I was like, Oh no, hell no. I could never, Yeah, <laughs> I can't see myself with this person. Ooh, yeah. have babies with that person. Right. No. And it became like, I felt like the pressure that I was talking about earlier with just like finding a purpose or whatever. It just wasn't, working Mm -hmm. and I was like maybe I just need to chill out on like the kid thing yeah and realize that like if it happens it happens and if it doesn't then I have to be at peace with it and Mm -hmm. I just like made peace with it yeah and so I'm like maybe I'm not going to be a mother to a human (laughs) but I'll be a mother to you know my dogs or I'll be the best aunt I can be yeah or I'll be a maternal fig- figure to somebody else, you know, like you just don't know how you could be a mother to many different things, you know? So I think it's just like expanding my view. Yeah. Um, so I think again, like with purpose, there's so many things that could make you like propel you through life. It could be a job. It could be a family. It could be whatever, but like just not being so linear and opening up, I think to all the possibilities, but like you were saying, just, staying present because I think the anxiety comes when we like focus on something that happened in the past and we're like man 10 years ago I was like in amazing shape or I was whatever instead of being like this is where I'm at today yeah and either change it or embrace it right it's only two options so yeah and do you want to be miserable or do you want to be happy right do you want to be frozen in thinking about the future so I think like we're all like going back to that initial thing that kind of sparked this conversation is like, we're so stuck on thinking about the next thing in the future. And like, how am I going to do this? But like, are you able to put food on the table? I mean, I think there's like basics, like, yeah, we all realize like we need to make money in this kind in this world, you know, we're not going to move to an island. I mean, I don't want to move to an Island and have to get my own food, but you know, some days I'm like, man, I wish I did Island alone. But, um, but no, so we all have to work and, unless you're lucky enough to have money, you know, coming from somewhere, which I do not. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know, just staying open to things and not getting fixated on the next thing. So staying in the moment. And I feel like if you do, it really does take you, it may not be that path you thought, Mm -hmm. but every single path I thought I was like carving out, none of that happened. (laughs) Same. I mean, I went to school for psychology and I wanted to be a doctor. And then I was like, oh, these science classes are kicking my ass. And I don't want to do this anymore. So let me just figure out what I want to do as far as psychology without getting a doctorate. And then, like, I realized how much of a struggle financially school was. Mm-hmm. So then I was just like, okay, let me just find some type of job. Graduated. Couldn't really find a job to use my degree. And I was like, this was a waste of time and money and it, I felt like it was very pointless even though I really enjoyed 
having that degree because I feel like it's helped me and like so many people that I've come in contact with. And then like finally was able to use that degree and was just making pennies where I'm like, I cannot live like this. Like there's no possible way that I can like fund myself and still try to make the impact that I would like to make. And then like, Nails have always been like a passion of mine. So like it kind of fell into my lap when I just felt like I have my back against the wall and I don't know really what to do. And like I had like a breakup around that time. And like that person was like somewhat helping me with bills. And then they just like stopped because we broke up. And so I just really felt kind of like torn a little bit. But I just had to like take a leap out on faith and was like, I had to pay for my um, nail school by myself. And even though $2,000 is not a lot, it was. Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, it was yes. whenever I barely had yes. money to like, you know, just do yeah. my regular life stuff. So I did that. And I mean, I feel like I'm pretty, I'm at a good, I'm much at a better point than I was then. But I'm at a good point, even just like, you know, for people my age or if we want to measure um, success. And yeah. I feel like I'm just going to get better and better. But like, just for where I want to be, like, I feel very happy because I feel like I've come so far and I just trusted myself and like the journey in life mm -hmm. and not try to like so hard to make things work or you know, try so hard for different doors to open. It just kind of like fell into my lap. Um, and sometimes you just have to just be okay with being uncomfortable and being like not really where you want to be and just let it, let it happen. This might seem very like big, but I have a question for both of you all. How do you become okay with just like relinquishing your pow pow power or agency in these situations? Because I think like, especially like me hearing that and like trying to be better at it, which I guess I've taken steps. So I, I kind of have some answers to it, but I think a lot of times like people, um, will tell people in my situation or like folks that have no idea of what being spiritual or what um, being just like a free person mm -hmm. um, is, they might say things like you have to let go or you have to like just different things, be happy or be present like we're saying, but what does that look like? How does one be present or how does one like let go? What does that actually look like? I think being present is like I'm here with you guys and I'm listening to you. I'm not thinking like, what am I going to do after? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
Hmm. Next week. Tomorrow, I have... So, like, that's an example, I Mm -hmm. think. I mean, when it comes to, like, a day-to-day... And I get it, like, trust me. Like, I'll be doing a bazillion different things. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm just not even paying attention to, like, this television show. I'm on my phone or whatever. Um, I think it's always just, like, reining yourself back in. And it's kind of like if you do any kind of meditation or anything, you know in those practices, they're like, just let the thoughts come in like clouds and pass by. And then sometimes I'm, like, mm, trying to grab onto it. And I'm yeah. like, what, what are you, you know, yeah. what's going on up there? Yeah. Um, but always just trying to bring yourself back yeah. to that moment. Um, I don't know if I'm answering your question. Though. You are. You are. I think that is just hard right because so going back to your meditation example so i am in two weeks i'll be training to become a yoga teacher um and meditation i think has like really helped me within the last year like get to a better place Mm -hmm. um and it's something that like i learned how to do we had this teacher who was very Woo woo. Whenever uh-huh. we were younger, uh-huh. um, and she was the first person that introduced me to the concept of yoga and meditation. This was like whenever I was a kid, right? Yeah. And it's always been something I kind of like would revisit at different points in my life. But it wasn't until I was older that I realized that that was yoga and meditation. I thought she was just doing some woo woo shit. I don't know <laughs> how better to explain yeah. it. Um, so now that like I actively practice yoga and I actively meditate I have been able it's like any type of like physical activity I've been able to like strengthen that muscle so like now with meditation Jay will often ask me how do I feel about things and I don't like to talk about that I can talk about anything but when it comes time to talk about my actual feelings I'm like fine cool (laughs) like I don't know how to better like explain them but when I like meditate I can let like feelings come totally so i'll just like sit or even if i'm like doing something like washing dishes or like bathing or just doing something that is mindless yeah i can like sit with myself in those moments and like we naturally think about things Mm -hmm. but i'll catch myself thinking about things and i'm like go outside of this like i'll kind of talk to myself in those moments and just like observe those Mm -hmm. thoughts and then I'll check in with my body to see like, how does that feel in my body? So is my stomach hurting or like, mm-hmm. do I have a headache? And I'm like, why? Well, if I'm thinking about something that happened like years ago, I'm able to be like, oh, I probably have a headache because I feel upset about that or mm-hmm. uncomfortable. So I think that's how, that's taught me to be present in the moment or present um, with my body specifically. So like, that's not really being present in the moment if I'm like thinking, but it's taught me to actively understand my body and why my body's doing specific things. Mm -hmm. So I think like that would be my thing on how to be present within my body. Um, But I think I'm like trying to, and I'm not sure if you all have different tips about this, like actively trying to let go of like my power in the moment Mm -hmm. um but your tip definitely does help with that of like just being present and letting myself be present in the moment i'm only really able to be present within my body or be present with another person Mm -hmm. but like when another person isn't around i really struggle with being present unless i am in like nature or something like that 
Yeah. Because it's still a distraction in a way. But like just going about life is really hard. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, like being present and being okay with, what was the question? Like being present and being okay with not being okay? Yeah, or just being okay with whatever it is. So like I think about a lot of people my age and younger are like actively quitting their jobs sure. or like struggling with working because in a way I think a lot of people are miserable because they don't know how to be present like either in the moment or with themselves or mm-hmm. understand what they have going on or a combination of all because yeah. I'm able to be present within my body or present with another person but actively being present with this whole thing is a whole different issue right. um and I think that is happening collectively, like with a lot of us. So I think that's the reason why everyone is so miserable nowadays. Yeah. And being on lockdown for two to three years, mm-hmm. I think it made it worse because right. people were forced to sit with themselves, sit with themselves, and mm-hmm. they didn't really have the skills to do right. that. I think um, I will say that I felt like I have some type of privilege especially like in my 20s where I was just like I felt slightly invincible and to a certain degree I still have that I think mortality is just more uh I feel like I'm itching a little bit closer each and every day especially with all this stupid stuff that's happening in life but like I do feel um privileged to be like there's nothing that's gonna happen to me that I won't be able to get through. Yeah. And like, you know, we've been through so much in life. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> whatever is gonna come your way at this point in life is nothing that we haven't been through. And so that's what I constantly have in my mind where it's like, um, what can happen? Mm-hmm. And if something does happen, not to say that it's not going to, I will be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We will be okay. And like I, I continuously tell her, like, she has a great support system with, you know, me and whoever else you feel comfortable with. Like, yeah. I am not gonna fail. She's not gonna fail. I'm not gonna let her fail. She's not gonna let me fail. And like the only thing that can happen that will take us down is a lack of health. And we yeah, we definitely take care of ourselves. And of course, like anything can happen, right? But it's not gonna happen. That's just how I think. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, you'll get through it. Exactly. Because, I mean, yeah, at some point something will, and but you're smart. You know, right. like, you're, I mean, you're critical thinkers. Like, you guys yeah. are not like, oh, whatever just happened, you know. Right. And then we're yeah. not going to, like, just be aloof to something actually happening. Like, when I say it's not going to happen, I mean, like, I'm, every day I wake up, I actually fight against some stupid shit happening. Like, it's not going to happen because I wake up every day with intentions of today is going to be a great day. Yeah. You know, and you do as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you just have to trust yourself. And that goes back to what we've been talking about in the last couple of podcasts is that you need the first thing you need to do is learn how to trust yourself. Because one thing about myself is I know that I'm not just going to give up. Mm -hmm. That's not possible. Yeah, I'm not going to even like whenever I had like my little bout of like a depressive state. What was that back in 2017? I still continued to like get up every day and like work and make money and like make my dreams come true. Because the next following year, 
I opened up my own salon. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to happen. Yeah. And so like, I, you know, hearing your podcast and talking about that, because I think everything we're talking about then also feeds back into just like moving through life mm -hmm. in a way that's authentic to you, but like trusting yourself and like self-sabotage, all of those things can get in the way of you, you know, figuring out what, how you want to spend your life. But again, I feel like every life is just like, you know, one foot in front of the other. That's right. all. Don't worry about like the end of it. Just get through the day. Right. But trusting yourself, I think like you're giving examples of you just have to show up in the same way that you show up for Jay. She yeah. trusts you, right? Mm -hmm. We have to have that relationship to ourselves mm -hmm. and so that's something, again, when I listen to your podcast, I'm like, oh my God, we've gone through so, like, emotionally, like, I felt like I didn't belong, or like, I'm the weird one, or, you know, just having a really hard time figuring out how I'm feeling. For so long, like, when I started therapy, like, a bazillion years ago when I was getting divorced, mm -hmm. my therapist had to hand me a sheet of paper with, like, the emotions on there. Yeah. She was like, how are you feeling? And I was like... I don't know. Yeah. And so I had to like pick out the picture. And so that's something that I've actively worked on. Yoga was a way for me to like connect to my body. Mm -hmm. And that's why I started doing it. And then meditation was another way to like learn how to like both yoga and meditation, how to like calm myself so that I could feel. And so like whatever way people like sometimes cooking is a meditation for me yeah. when I'm chopping and it feels so soothing and calming, you know, being out on a walk or whatever, but anything that, doesn't block you from feeling is having that true relationship to yourself. And then once you are like, I think in touch with your feelings and it's not like you have to share them with everybody, but you are just like, Oh, I'm feeling whatever today. Then, you know, like you trust yourself more too, because you're not repressing your feelings. Like, you know, if something is, um, not feeling right mm -hmm. and you know, you'll listen to yourself. And I think that will also move you forward towards like what's authentic to you. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Okay. I think also too, I think right now you might be going through, um, I think it's like a ego death. Yeah. And I think you have to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. Um, because you are relearning a lot about yourself and just let it be like, Whatever emotion you feel in the day, just if you feel happy, sad, angry, all in about of an hour, do that. Like you have to be okay with your emotions and be okay with feeling them and be okay with looking crazy. Yeah. I felt that way a few days ago and I was just like, look, I apologize. Like, and also let me know if I'm wrong in this, but I'm going to express my emotions and I'm going to express my feelings because this is what I need to do right now. Mm -hmm. And if I don't, I feel like I might burst. And I think that's probably why we see so much craziness going on in the world because people don't allow that for themselves. Yeah. Where they're like, this is the emotion that I feel right now and I feel wild. And just let me like vent and let me be present with that. And not necessarily like, I don't feel like Sometimes you might not feel like you need to be talked off the ledge, but like you just need to be heard and you have to just allow yourself that luxury mm -hmm. of somebody giving you that, that floor to be like, look, 
we're all human. Just say whatever it is you need to say and move on. Yeah, I think it kind of goes back to thinking about like social media, thinking about the internet and growing up on it yeah. and like having everything be curated. Even because I even think like vulnerability is curated in a specific way online. Mm-hmm. So I don't think people are as raw as they are letting on to be whenever they are having like raw moments because nevertheless, we're still people and we want to be perceived a specific way. And it's edited. Before yeah, they yeah. even post the shit, it's like, well, let me take this out because my nose did a weird thing in this part. <laughs> so let me just edit it like this, even though I'm having a raw moment. Like, yeah. I think that our generation focuses too much on social media and it's very yeah. draining. And every time I hear about it, I'm like, honestly, I don't want to hear about it. Mm-hmm. Even though social media is a good tool and yeah. it brings up so many good conversations and topics and all of that, it is terrible because like, sometimes it's like, okay, yes, this is a good topic, this is a good conversation, all these things are good, but why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like why are we even talking about this? Yeah. Versus like, you know, maybe your generation or like your parents' generation, like, I mean, I guess your parents' generation didn't really talk enough, but (laughs) it also was kind of like a simpler time, too. So it's kind of like ignorance is bliss in a way. Yeah. I don't know how true that actually is, though. I feel like people... So I look at all generations, and sometimes I'm like, there are so many differences, but I look at it and I'm like, I think that shit was the same. I think everything was the same. I think it just look different sure yeah. so i think to an extent older generations didn't necessarily talk in the ways in which we do because each generation gets better in some ways and if you ask specific people they'll say it gets worse in other ways um i don't know how much i agree with that because i think even with the 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 crazy or even with the bad there's a lot of good in it yeah but I think they were going through the same thing. I think they didn't know how to vocalize what they were going through, but I think that surfaces in all generations. Like even yeah. with like this conversation and like the insight that you all are giving me, it still shows that I don't know how to exist with these things. And I think older generations either had it more figured out um, because they didn't have these other things that kind of like stunted their growth in one way or another, or they didn't have it figured out and they just, we don't know they didn't have it figured out because they didn't have like a social media. Yeah, it wasn't, I mean. What do you feel like your your friend group thinks about as far as like, for instance, like career changes? Cause I feel like your generation might be more content with having a job for 20 plus years retiring and then. Yeah. Yeah, I think, so I'm Gen X, Mm -hmm. and I think that there are probably a lot of people in my generation, because I forget how much older, like, when Gen X started, but, like, my older sister, I think, is also Gen X, Mm -hmm. and she's three years older than me, Mm -hmm. Um, but that mindset of, like, yeah, getting a job and you stick with it, Mm -hmm. um, but... Yeah, because I'm trying to think. A lot of my friends, though, too, still really identify with their job being Mm -hmm. 
their persona, their value as a human being. And I think I'm the, like the odd one yeah. <laughs> who like, cause I'm self-employed sure. and I, I didn't want to be in that culture anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel like I probably should have been like a younger generation, like a millennial or even, you know, just because my thinking was not really in alignment with yeah. my peers. And I was like, I don't want to be in a corporate setting anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't enjoy this. I don't want to, I want to be free. I want to have like the ability to sleep in in the morning if I don't want to roll out of bed. Absolutely. um, But yeah, I think it's, it's definitely shifting. And I am, so like, I think your generation is super cool. Like listening to your podcast, like I'm like, oh my God, what you guys talk about at like 28 and I'll be 33 Sunday. And 33 is so <laughs> impressive to me that I was like, if I could have been where you guys are at that age, mm-hmm. I, I'm like, my God, where would I be now? You know, like, obviously I'm happy with where I am, but I'm, I mean, I think it's really cool that you guys are doing this because you're such a good sounding board for each other. And you're like, whoever's listening is going to hear it, but then it's going to inspire them to have conversations that are just real because you're bombarded, like you were saying, or both of you were saying, with these images that are just not realistic. Mm -hmm. And as fun as Instagram or all the other social media places can be to visit, it isn't real life. And like, I think your conversations are so interesting to me because it is real. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like this is important. And I think society's moving towards Mm -hmm. being more open because so many people have depression anxiety and then they're medicating people and i'm i think medication is great in certain ways but i also think like if you don't have the tools to learn how to like connect with your emotions taking medication isn't going to help you yeah you know never get out of it right you're just gonna spiral and to me i'm like i want to know why i feel that way why am i so anxious about this and if i don't connect with that feeling and where it's coming from, then I'm never going to move through it. Mm-hmm. And emotions are just feedback. And I think people are so afraid to feel. And I'm like, there's nothing scary about an emotion. It goes away. It's like 90 seconds, I think, is how long an emotion lasts. Right. So just be like, this is 90 seconds of me feeling like total crap. Yeah. And I then think that also just comes from like our parents and our grandparents teaching yeah. us that emotions aren't good. So we just need to not suck it up and they also didn't teach us how to feel and how to think and how to navigate those emotions because they didn't really know and understand Mm -hmm. and so i think that that's why we have us kind of spiraling out of control because we're trying to figure out everything at once yeah and with everybody watching yeah so I mean, maybe to a certain degree, you're all right, where it's like, you know, our parents and our grandparents and their parents um, probably did go through the same thing, but it just looks different for us because now we don't have so many of the hardships that they had, mm-hmm. and we also have a platform and a voice, yeah. yeah, and we don't know how to navigate our feelings the proper way, so, like, you kind of have people trying to learn with everybody watching. And that does not look very good because, I mean, imagine if you put, you gave a five-year-old some device and it's like, record whenever you feel like, and they just are like having a meltdown and they push record and they're just like flailing in the middle of jewels. 
in the aisle and it's like what the hell is happening so you have adults doing that and it's like yeah adults aren't supposed to do that and um they're showing everybody that they're doing that yeah yeah Yeah, there's no i mean it's like good and bad you know we're seeing like everybody's really ugly side and other people's really good you know it's just for the first time like that was never available to me growing up so like with tv and stuff it's like tv shows ended yeah you had static or whatever at the end like at midnight everything was like done you know a little bit yeah so like there was a a limit to things and now they're just you could just sit there forever and so it's just uh yeah i don't know i just think we're seeing the good and the bad i guess the good is that you guys are able to do something like this and make an impact and then they're seeing other people having really terrible behavior and it's kind of like traumatizing to see so much mm-hmm. negativity and things also yeah. and then dealing with those emotions. So I feel like everybody's overwhelmed right now with like everything that's happened in the last few years yeah. and then everything you see constantly, like who do you need to keep up with? That person is prettier, thinner, richer, whatever. And it's like constantly in your face. And yeah. so, and it could be, all these things can be triggering for each one of us that's watching that, which is how you get the mean people. That's like, you're fat, you're ugly, you're not cute enough. And it's like, so you mad at this person because they're doing what you want to do and you want to be where they are when you could just be like, oh my God, you're an inspiration. How are you doing this? So that way I could at least maybe get a taste of what you are doing and how you are living and what you are and your being. Yeah. I also to think that this generation everybody's on the same wave versus I don't think a lot of people understand that everybody's not supposed to be on the same wave and everybody's not supposed to be doing the same thing so like where you get you have like a lot of people quitting their jobs and trying to be entrepreneurs not everybody's supposed to be an entrepreneur no not everybody's supposed not to, everybody can do it. to be independent yeah not everybody can or they're do not it. ready yet Either they're not ready, they're not supposed to be doing it, they're not meant to be doing it, they can't do it. Like, it's just so many different things. Like, for me, personally, I already, I mean, you could ask my parents from day one. They asked me what I wanted to do in life. I would tell them, but I also wanted to own my own business. So whatever that looked like, I knew I was going to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. That was like my end goal in life. Yeah. Um, Versus some people, I think they just want to do what they want to do but they also aren't meant to be an entrepreneur so yeah or they don't know how because like we were talking about this the last time I saw you but like for me to get to a point where I was able to be a consultant in my industry that took like almost 20 years to get there so I think that they're also missing because again you see people who become like famous for doing nothing Mm -hmm. right and for some people, it happens over overnight, but like, there's also a lot of hard work that goes into that, mm-hmm. and that's like a whole different direction, you know, that you could go in. But I think, like, um, in terms of a discussion, but I think just people need to realize, like you were saying, not everybody's meant to be an entrepreneur, but you also have to understand what it takes to get to be that. Yeah, I think a lot of times, like, people are probably looking at social media and looking at somebody's real and TikTok, and I was like. I just quit my job and then next week they're like I just started a business and then next week they're like I made a million dollars in one day and it's like you know that either this person got lucky 
this person probably put in like $250,000 in order to yeah. get that million back right. and really didn't make a lot of money or like they just got lucky They or they, they're lying, mm -hmm. you know? Um, because that's what social media does and that's how you take off sometimes to to lie. Yeah. yeah. You can get a job. You have to lie sometimes on resumes. I mean, <laughs> who doesn't lie on resume? You should. Isn't that what should we not be saying <laughs> you're supposed to um fabricate fabricate and make things look embellish no. well the way that i have done it is like don't you take yes what you've done your experience and you just you fluff it exactly <laughs> you make it pretty yes and yes. that's all yes. yes you know yeah so instead of saying like that, I, I cleaned a bathroom. You say I managed the home. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't have to tell everybody, right? All the nitty gritty of what you did, but yeah, right. Yeah. And I did not like that, so I was like, I need to find a way to <laughs> not have to ever do all of this extraness in order to just make ends meet. It makes some sense to me. Yeah. Makes no sense. I feel like right now you have people that are. Like what you all are saying, trying to expedite the process of yeah. becoming an entrepreneur or they just want to do it because they see that everyone else is doing it. Um, and things are starting to come crashing down now. Like there was the situation where this girl um, made a sauce. The pink sauce? The pink sauce, yeah. Have you heard of that? No. Oh my God. So she... <laughs> I briefly I heard it. I don't think... I don't have all of the facts down, but I don't think she really has a um, like a trained history in food. But I think she's like a a, a personal chef in like Atlanta, I want to say. Mm -hmm. um, and she made this sauce, and she was like going to all these restaurants and like dousing everything in this sauce, and it went viral because it's pink and it's cute, and she, it looks. Well, nice. she actually made it. For, somebody contracted her to make it. I can't remember like some type of company where there was like a. Hello Kitty or something like somebody contracted her to make this pink sauce so she doesn't have like the formal training of how to license all of this but she cooks and she made this thing and it went viral because it looks nice mm -hmm. so then I guess people were like we want this sauce so she immediately was like I see money so I need to figure out how to do this so basically she was like whipping up these batches which you know you're supposed to have certain preservatives in food. Like you can't just yeah, no, you, make food and just like ship it. Yeah. So people were getting the food and it was like spoiled and like bubbling over and like all this crazy shit. And now like she's being um, sued, sued, oh, drug, canceled, like all online because she expedited this process. Yeah. Um, and you you can't do that with food. And it's happening no. with like everything. Like even hairstylists are like you need to come with like your hair basically done before i even do your hair same thing with nail techs i mean there, there's a lot of nail techs that are like if you have something on your nails you need to come already soaked off which is like just tell me what you have i'm a nail tech like to a certain degree i get it because you don't want to get blamed for say someone has a allergic reaction they have a bad product on your nail but that's like the risk you take whenever you are in this industry mm -hmm. um and it kind of defeats the whole purpose of saying that you do something, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I think, like how you were saying, like things are quick fixes now. Like after the pandemic, everybody was everything. All of a sudden, like 
after the pandemic, people, everybody's a nail tech or everybody does hair or everybody yeah. is a chef or everybody just literally does everything. It's like, just because you went to uh, YouTube University during the pandemic <laughs> doesn't mean that you are trained in this thing. No, you didn't put in the work to you didn't, do it. You didn't put in the work. You didn't put in the experience because yeah. it took me three years of experience just to be able to be like I feel certain enough to work for myself where yeah. I didn't have to like feel like I had to you know run to the boss and be like I fucked up can you help right yeah yeah no I mean that's it, it it's a big deal I mean mm -hmm. financially to go out on your own like you had to build a clientele base and you had to be also good that. at it yes also that I mean, people had to come back to you <laughs> but I mean that's the wave too now like I had some existing clients where they started with me from fantasy. Yeah. Like, just like you. And they stopped coming to me because they want the gel X nail, which is just a press on. <laughs> but they don't know. Uh, they don't have a sense of identity or they don't have a sense of, like, I guess critical thinking or whatever it is yeah. they just know that everyone is doing this so this is what the thing is so I'm going to do it instead of being like I get my nails done. This has been perfectly fine this whole time, yeah. so I'll stick with this because soon that won't be a thing anymore. Yeah. Everything has a, a shelf life now. 100%. Especially like quick. because of social media, everything yeah. is going to like spike and then it's going to plateau and then it's just going to not be a thing anymore. So, yeah. identity. I guess it all boils down to like <laughs> having your own sense of identity and like that comes with being mm -hmm. present and just kind of being okay with your own personal crazy. It's kind of like what I've got from this whole. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, just letting your life unfold and not worry about it. Right. I mean, not, yeah, it'll be okay. Yeah. You know, and to be at least grateful for what you have in, in the present mm -hmm. <laughs> and who you have in your present too you know yeah instead of you thinking about what's gonna happen tomorrow worrying about what's gonna happen tomorrow like be okay with with what's happening today because the people that care about you the situation that you're in now you might not have it tomorrow to even worry about yeah yeah it's true so it's like we just need to try our best to live in the moment and appreciate what we have right now and be okay with where we're at right now. And if, like, I go through these same thoughts as, you know, we all do, mm -hmm. where I'm like, shit, I need to make like $20,000 by tomorrow. How am I gonna do that? But <laughs> I have to realize like, but I'm okay right now. Like I'm not yeah. dying. I don't have any like, um, anybody on my back to be like, give me this money right now or else. I just have to be okay with having just a little bit less. Mm -hmm. And that's perfectly fine. Then you realize like, I actually am very grateful and very blessed and very thankful to be where I'm at right now because just last year, maybe I didn't have what I have right now. Or there's other people that don't even have just like a sliver of what I have. And it's kind of like first world problems. Like last week I made a comment where I was like, yeah, today I started my day off kind of bad because I went to Starbucks and they didn't fill my drink up all the way. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But then I was like, but this is first world problems. Like, why am I even talking about this? And I had to just realize, like, yeah. I'm grateful to even be able to go to Starbucks and get a ten dollar drink. <laughs> or having plain drinking water. Or having clean oh drinking well, water. Well, hello, being in the Peace Corps. I mean, that makes yeah. you appreciate just the basics, man, right? Yeah. I Like, sometimes I look at my issues and I'm like, you would think I would be, like, I wouldn't think like this about certain things with the things that I, like, witnessed in Peace yeah. Corps. Or, like, I had to filter all my water or I had to, like, boil all my water. Eventually, I stopped doing that shit and I was perfectly fine. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, I, I had to do that for, like, several months to build up my tolerance to drink water overseas and like you would think i wouldn't stress out about these things but i guess like first world problems goes back to like perspective yes because if the first world is your world if it's your bubble you don't really understand the concept that like there are things that other people have to deal with that is not this i mean even like within the first world like there's flint michigan yeah, and like the absolutely. Mississippi Delta in general, yeah. where people don't live like it is the quote unquote first world. So, no, oh, no, yeah, there's a lot of places in the U.S. that yeah, are struggling. Yep, Appalachian Mountains, like yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. So, what is it? What do you think? Just like bringing it back to the original mm-hmm. topic, I guess. Where do you guys like? How do you feel? Like, what do you think is how do we find our purpose? <laughs> I think that we all know, or we already know our purpose. I think we just, a lot of us overthink and a lot of us second guess and a lot of us are worried about the next person instead of worrying about ourselves. Yeah. Or we think that our purpose is career driven, which it might not be. I mean, maybe our purpose is like personality driven or laborious or like whatever the case may be like we just have no idea i think we need to sit with ourselves and find our identity fully mm-hmm. and be okay with who we are and what we are and live that out mm-hmm. and um i don't know i think that i'm just it kind of makes me sad like every day just thinking about how people are not living their best lives for themselves because they are just so focused on things that don't actually really matter. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, with my clients, I just like try to shake them and be like, yeah. what the fuck are you even talking about? Like, you don't feel like you're doing anything, but you are a doctor, a lawyer, you have X, Y, and Z. You, your, your child has health and food over there, you know, food on their table and roof over their head and like you have so you have you're able to come to me and you have so much and it's like but you just want more and to me I think that people um can't see their life purpose because they're being greedy and I think that's what it boils down to is greed and focus on how to achieve more when you just have to be satiated with what you have right now mm-hmm. I think it boils down to community. Mm-hmm. I think that you inherently have a purpose if you have a community. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you're allowed to live your everyday life, your purpose kind of like comes. Like I'm listening to both of you all story and like how you got to where you got to or how you got to where you got to. Um, and it came from like, of course, having a community, right? But also to just living life and letting everything fall into 
where it was supposed to go, like getting a divorce and like working your job for 20 years and then being able to like become your own boss. And like all of that happened because you were able to live your life and be okay with like the lows and being okay with like the highs and just being present and sitting with that. And like, same for you. Like I, I saw your story unfold and I'm still seeing it, right? <laughs> so yeah, I think that's what it really just boils down to and I guess like being present comes with just living yeah so it it seems really easy I just I don't think we give ourselves enough grace to allow ourselves to not feel good all the time right more yeses less noes I think yeah yeah just letting it be you know Mm -hmm. like not holding on so tightly to like everything is fleeting you know, happiness, like you, I go through a bazillion different emotions in a day, right? And it's okay. Yeah. And not like getting hung up on it. But I agree, community is super important and just finding yours and having good resources, having people you trust. But ultimately, like your relationship to yourself, I think is the most important. And the minute I got where I became more authentic with me is when my life started to go the direction that was best for me it yeah. doesn't mean that it was amazing and that it didn't have issues but it was my life and so now I look back at like where I am and I'm like I built this yeah mm-hmm. and it was not easy and I had like so many struggles to get here between being the first one to get divorced out of like all my friends and like all of those things but but it's mine and it's messy. I always think of it like a little mosaic, you know, all these beautiful little pieces that I've just put together. And I'm like, it's what I created. Yeah. And with that, you were able to help the friends that are probably later got divorced mm-hmm. after you or currently getting divorced after you. And you're like, listen, I did that <laughs> 20 years ago and I was perfectly fine. You'll be okay. Just go through it, get yeah. through it and you'll be okay. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing more empowering than getting through a bunch of really difficult stuff and doing it mostly on your own. But, like, the people who are around you to support you are key. But really, at the end of the day, you're the one who is pulling yourself through. Yeah. Because, yeah. I'm sorry. No, I was was just going to say, so. (laughs) sometimes people are not as supportive as you would hope that they were. Yes. (laughs) But you also have to be okay with building a community and letting people in yeah and letting people into your world and your emotions and um not beating yourself up for having those emotions and having those thoughts and stop being so embarrassed yeah (laughs) thank you all said some really beautiful things i like the mosaic concept Mm -hmm. i like the ending on stop being so embarrassed yeah, I appreciate you both for this conversation. Yeah, of course. It was really nice. Yeah, got so. the warm fuzzies. Good. <laughs> like a hug. Oh, good. Thank yeah. you so much, Allison, for coming. Oh, thanks for inviting me. I'm so happy I got to Yay. finally sit down and talk to you. Life can be extremely complex, but at the base of it, I think it's a lot more simple than what we make of it. And, you know, I I won't pretend to be, you know, the knower of all, considering the fact that I don't. And again, I'm not going to pretend to be. But I think that if we 
allow ourselves to be gentle with ourselves and be gentle with, you know, our peers and the world around us, we would probably find a little bit more joy in the process of life. And if you believe in a life's purpose, especially after listening to this episode, you will either find your purpose or you will find the beauty in just existing, which, you know, at the end of the day, maybe that is the purpose. I hope you enjoyed this session at the Ghetto Oasis. If you rocking with us, please leave a review letting us know how this episode made you feel. And if you're not rocking with us, that's also cool. Leave a review explaining why. You can follow us on all major social media platforms. Links can be found in the show notes below. And if you really want to show out, share this video with your mama, your pops, your cousin, your play cousin with the toxic baby mama, your shy brother, your lit sister, and your best friend as always cussing somebody out. I love you all.